Welcome to the Freedom in Flow podcast. I'm Nicole, your flow-based life and business coach, and in my world, the way you create more wealth on the outside is by accessing wealth from the inside. We live in a world that tells you there is a limit to joy, peace, success, and wealth, and that you must trade what you value to create more of what you want. We're taught that there's only one right way, and we spend our entire lives trying to fit in and do things right, only to find we're completely unfulfilled and misaligned. And that's because nobody ever told us there was another way. I'm a mentor, teacher, and guide for ambitious, driven, and purpose-led everyday women who want to step into their next level in life. See, true wealth to me is living in full alignment to your values, your design, and being shamelessly, unapologetically who you are not who you think you need to be. By embodying your most authentic self, mastering your mindset, unleashing your femininity, and unblocking your wounds, success will inevitably flow to you more effortlessly. That's why this podcast exists. Freedom in Flow is about equipping you with the tools nobody taught you on how to create the life of your dreams doing it your way. So listen on to learn how to understand yourself in a way you never have before, to tune in to your unique blueprint, master your energy flow, and work in harmony with your mind, body, and soul. All right, my lovely, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I want to talk about something that I've been mulling over over the past few uh, days since coming back from my personal retreat up in the Blue Mountains. I released an episode last week sharing about the gleanings and the intuitive downloads that sort of came for me when I took myself on this personal retreat. Again, the whole intention was really just to get away from the city environment and to just tune inward, to practice meditation some more and to just uh, see a healer as well who was able to do a soul path reading and a healing session with me. So there was a lot that happened in those few days that I was there. And as expected, when there is any level of transformation or um, change, I feel like it takes a few moments, a few days, a few weeks for the transformations, the changes to really integrate. And I found that over the last few days, my energy was just really low. I felt like, damn, I need to really just give myself a lot of grace in this time because a lot is happening internally. And a lot of it, my mind, my logical mind cannot comprehend. And then my spirit, my soul, my internal body is just like, it's in the knowing. It knows that something is changing, something is shifting. And if you've ever had a healing journey or anything of the like where you really begin to practice separating separating yourself, your consciousness from your physical body and really becoming aware of the fact that you are essentially outside. You can be no mind. You can be not even identifying with your body, your identity, your current circumstances, and you can really be like just an observer of your life. When you kind of do this level of work, you get what I mean. Now, if all of this is sounding completely crazy to you, I want to introduce you to two specific books that I have personally been reading that before I go into this episode, I just want to talk about them because for those of you who have been following this journey of mine, I feel like you you're intrigued. You're you wouldn't be watching this if 
no part of you was actually intrigued and curious and wanting to lean into this work yourself. Before I share, I just want to let you know, like I personally had a lot of worry, anxiety, a lot of judgment for myself because I struggled to meditate, struggled to do all these things like yoga. And I honestly used to judge them because they just seemed like things that people did to feel better, to convince themselves that they were doing something for their well-being. But I didn't really believe that it changed anything until I tried it myself. Um, I recorded and released an episode about uh, having a welfare team or welfare squad. And that honestly is so powerful. That episode really, really uh, helped me when I was recording it to understand the power of this work and how much it has really changed my life because I had so much intimidation and I shared on that episode how I really just had every resistance even when I was in Bali the capital of wellness and healing I did not go to one yoga session because I just had so much judgment for myself and resistance towards it and yet here I am now just like I dipped my toes in I went to one class and then I went again and then now I do it at home from time to time. Same thing with meditation. I really struggled to sit down for even two minutes or five minutes. And as much as I liked stillness, I often was filling it with stuff like journal writing or reading. And the reality is it doesn't have to be filled with stuff. Like true meditation, true stillness is the ability to just be. And so I'm going to do more episodes on like that journey and also sharing maybe some tips, some thoughts, and intentions that can really help you in that journey. But the two books that have really helped me to understand this work, this level of inner work and conscious, consciously creating the reality I want, tapping into my energy, the this book is perfect for beginners. Like, in fact, if you have read any book like The Secret um, or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, um, you'll know that, you know, kind of like the concepts. If you haven't heard of those books definitely check those out they're great books but if you have not read any of those books I actually recommend that you read this one first it's called Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza this book is probably my favorite out of all of them as a starting point it's what I would recommend to like friends of mine or anyone who's like I just want to get into it I don't really understand it seems too woo for me but I really want to understand because Joe Dispenza almost has this powerful way of combining spirituality um, as well as like the science and religion and just making it all blend and he's not forcefully doing it. he does it with evidence he does it with stats statistics um with actual data that he has been cultivating his team has been cultivating and they've been doing this for years and it works so this is like the first book of joe Dispenza's that i have read and i know that i'm already going to be reading all of his books i highly highly recommend this book is where you start with this journey the second book that I have been reading, I mentioned this in last week's episode where I talked about that journey where I went into the Blue Mountains. I stayed with a beautiful lady named Dee and she ended up giving me this book to read as a reference for some of the things that we were talking about. And she said, for some reason, I haven't thought of that book in so long, but I feel like you need to read it. And this always happens to me. I always end up in conversations with people who are like, you need to do this thing. You need to read this book. I haven't thought about it in years. I think this is specifically for you. And every time I follow it, it's always on par with what I need. And it always leads me towards where I need to be going. 
perfectly. So the book that Dee actually gave me is called Zen Mind, The Beginner's Mind, and it is written by Shin, Shinryu Suzuki, who is uh, one of the practitioners of Zen Mind, and he, I believe, um, he, yeah, he transmitted Dogen Zenji's uh, sort of, who is also uh, a Zen master. He basically was a student of his and he wrote his own book. Um, actually, I don't think he wrote it. I think he did a series of teachings and then it was translated into this book. So this book, I feel like it's very wise. There's got a, there's a lot of stuff in here that you just kind of have to read slowly. And then what I've been doing is I kind of read a page and then I mean, I read a section and then I just meditate. I just be still. I let the insights come. I let the concept integrate. Um, I have been also trying different types of meditation. I know that I'm yet to do one of Joe Dispenza's meditations, which you can get online. Um, I'm yet to do more intentional walking meditations. I want to do meditations related to my health as well as related to my emotional well-being, my business, money. And then this like Zen practice is in and of itself a unique meditation practice as well. And as I kind of dive into this world of meditation, this is what kind of led me to recording this episode. Sorry for the ramble, but I just needed to give that to you. Somebody out there needed it. But this is this is what I've been discovering in the practice of meditation and really exploring and diving into this work. It's that we need space in order for new things to be created. Space is necessary if you want to create change. Space is essential for transformation. I'm going to be referring to my little book here because I've been journaling and part of my meditation this morning was actually some clarity on that concept, hence why I'm sitting here on my meditation spot and I'm doing this recording. So here's what it is. I must make space. I cannot move forward from here with intuition, creativity and flow unless I make room because energy requires room to breathe and to flow easily to flow freely. If you run water th- or electricity through a wire that is uh, that is broken or, or restricted, it's not going to flow through. If it's all tangled up, it's not going to flow through. Energy needs room to move and it needs consistent room to move. And so if we're trying to create new results, new realities, if we're trying to manifest anything new, if we're trying to call in changes or a new apartment or a new car, a new partner, and yet we are so fixated on having to do the same things over and over again, on doing the same predictable routines, on thinking in the same predictable way, feeling in the same way and patterns, then there's going to be no room. And I think this really convicted me because I was like so intentional about integrating this meditative work, right? And I would have these drop-ins, these downloads, these revelations of what I needed to do in my business, of direction of steps to take, people to talk to, places to go. But if my routine or my schedule was so packed out, then I would feel like I had no room to move. And the reality is, though, we always have room to move. We can always say no to something and say yes to something else. But what stops us is that we actually get so attached to the initial commitment 
we get attached, the ego gets attached to the way things need to be done or the familiarity and the predictability of it that we, res- that we cannot say no, that we kind of just say like, look, I don't have time for it today. Sorry, spirit. Sorry, soul. Thank you for your guidance, but I just can't do it today. And I think that's what blocks us up. That's what creates the restriction because conditionality, conditions that we place on the possibilities and potentialities all around us are literally blocking up that creative flow. And if you're if your spirit, God, the universe wants to create something new through you or wants to gift you something, if your hands are closed or your life is so uptight and closed, then you're going to not be able to receive it. And the substance, get this, the substance that new things are created from is nothing. Think about it. Everything that once is in the world, that once, sorry, everything that is in the world, if you look around this chair, this couch, this bed, this lamp, all of it was once nothing. It was once not existing in this world. It existed in somebody's mind. And that, the matter that faith, spirit, universe, God creates with is the nothingness. It's the unknown. It's the unpredictable. It's the matter of nothing. And so it, I know it sounds completely abstract, but really let that sink in. Everything that is yet to be created in your life that you don't yet see is the substance that your faith and God and the universe, whatever you believe in, is going to use to create. And so you need to create lots of space. You need to expand your life. You need to start saying no to things. You need to stop uh, hanging out with anyone and everyone and giving them your time, your energy, your focus, because that is the most valuable resource. Remember that your time and your focus is the most valuable resource that you could ever, ever exchange or give or have. Hey, I've just released a brand new segment on the Freedom in Flow podcast called Flow State Mastery, consisting of private episodes where you can get behind the scenes and into the nitty gritty of what building a flow-based business with me looks like. Inside, I talk about all things to do with mastering flow state which is the effortless creation of what you want. And in these private episodes, I share on neuroscience, universal laws, practical psychology, quantum physics, energetics, and simple applicable strategies for creating results you want with ease. Whether you're a woman who wants to simply elevate your life or an entrepreneur looking to unblock your flow. I dive even deeper in the private episodes. I get even more vulnerable and I talk about stuff that isn't shared anywhere else on my social platforms. And inside these episodes, I don't hold back. It's where I share the vulnerable, honest, and behind the scenes scoop of my life and the workings of my business to give you the insider on how to create the reality of your dreams by taking the path of least resistance and working in harmony with your biology. The unique thing about this private platform is that these private episodes are for those of you who want to get more details, specific strategies, and want to understand flow state in application. It's best for those of you who already love the work I do on this podcast and in my other programs and want to get even more value from me for a very low price. 
inside. I answer frequently asked questions, share my personal business strategies, exclusive concepts from my flow-based business and life coaching programs, as well as replays from some of my live one-on-one and group calls where I coach my own clients live. And I talk through some of my newest ideas and share the up close and personal workings of what's going on in my world. So you can get to be part of the inner circle and join me in the private episodes by subscribing for as little as $1.99 a month. I hope you'll be joining me inside the Flow State Mastery private podcast episodes. Now let's get back into today's episode. Like your time, literally your life is not infinite. You have a limited number of time. They say that money is a limited resource, but guys, the most important limited resource is actually your time and your focus. And that's why the media, that's why marketing, large companies are fighting for your attention. Every second of your attention is money to them. And this is why it's so important that you are so conscious, so mindful, so aware. And this is why meditation has really been teaching me this because if I am to receive new direction, insights, downloads, then I have to release a lot of what I think is the right way. I need to make space to let these receive, to let the receiving happen, to let the the transformations happen, to take on new routines, new perspectives, to meet new people, to hang out in new places. And I've been talking a lot about how I have been creating intentional space lately to hang out with people I normally wouldn't hang out with, to um, play games and sports. And I talked about badminton recently. Um, And it's been amazing because I've been able to really put myself in those situations where new neural pathways can be created, where new self-concepts can be developed and new relationships can blossom and therefore new opportunities and doors can also come to me. And imagine if I'm so fixated on being the same way, if I'm so fixated on the belief that I'm bad at badminton and then I'm and that I'm not going to go and play or I'm socially awkward and therefore I'm not going to go to that party and meet these people, then I'm not going to be able to receive new doors, new opportunities, new possibilities because I'm so constricted. I'm so routinely so stuck on this is my life. This is who I am. Part of what meditation is teaching me as well is that we need to stop identifying with like our own mind, with our current physical like form, like our body, our identity here, because the truth is like the identity can shift based on what you focus on and it's fluid. And yet we, we talk to ourselves like we are not fluid. We talk to ourselves like I am always going to be terrible at sports when that's just something you've chosen to believe. And as a result, your life continues to reflect that back to you. Your mind continues to find evidence to show you that you are bad at sports. Indeed, your mind just wants to make sure that you're right and that you feel safe. Its primitive job is to make you feel safe. And so if you're constantly identifying with your mind, then you're only identifying at a level of restriction and that's all you will ever be. This is the ego as well. The ego is full of construct. Uh, Heidi, the healer that I saw, up in the mountains did a reading for me an hour-long reading and one of the things that she said that was so profound it landed for me because i was listening to it yesterday i listened back to the voice recording i was sitting in my bed i wrote pages and pages of notes on the recording but heidi actually said this one thing the ego is always going to be restricted because the ego is construct the ego is the thing that tries to make sense of stuff and tries to logicalize, that's not a word, but make logic and make and figure out 
everything as its way of creating control and as its way of feeling safe. And the ego gets triggered when we are afraid because the ego wants to protect us. It wants to make sure that we survive. And this is why the ego is so closely related to the mind. And I think that this is so important for us to know, especially if we are practicing like tuning inward, becoming supernatural, understanding that we are capable of healing and recovering on a physical level, mental, emotional level, from within, from practices like meditation and being a beginner. And I think that is like such a powerful distinction to understand that there are different functions of your of your being. And at the mind level, if you're just living at the mind level, then it's going to be really hard to create space. So really, with the point of this episode is, I think that it's so important that we need to really catch ourselves when we are so full of stuff, when our lives are so full of stuff, even physical stuff. I highly recommend you guys check out The Minimalists. Everything they release on their podcast, their book, Love People Use Things, um, everything, their blog, their entire mission is so on this path because they're, they get it. They get that sometimes stuff gets in the way of what's really meaningful and they really break that down for you. They really help you understand it. And so that's something that I've been doing. This corner back here actually used to be my whiteboard and I would always have like paper and like scribbles on it. And then I just decided like my energy is so important. My focus, my attention is so important that even just a moment of being distracted by the clutter or distracted by the checklist of things that I've left on my board is not worth it to me because it pulls away my energy instead of keeping it within and keeping that creative capacity flowing and moving freely. I wanted to declutter as a way to create space energetically, emotionally, mentally, physically to actually free flow. And guess what? I packed down my whiteboard. I always um, like wipe down my to-do list. I literally shut down all my tabs on the computer like and mental tabs as well because it affects you mentally to keep the tabs open and then this space is now just like my zen zone what my zen zone (laughs) and um i'm planning to get a carpet and a large cushion i want to get some plants i also have hanging plants up the top there you guys can't see and to put up some of the paintings that i did when i was in flow and i think that that this little zen corner is everything my soul needs because for me to be able to wake up, like my bed is right there, to be able to wake up and see like all the things that make me feel calm, all the things that create spaciousness internally, allow me to enter my day with that spaciousness, with that allowance. And not only that, I get to do amazing things like meditate here and and look at myself in front of the mirror, which is something that Heidi actually said that I needed to do. She got a specific drop-in from her guides. Again, may sound super spiritual, but she just got this drop-in that she needed, that I needed to look in the mirror and learn to love myself as I am without judgment. And the thing was, what's wild is that I literally said that the day before to D when I was talking to my Airbnb host about how I really need to just look in the mirror and learn to see myself without conditions and to love myself without conditions and it just felt like it was something that I needed to do immediately and consistently and then Heidi said it the next day no like crossovers no communication just it just came in for her this is the level of like kind of intuitive alignment this is the level of 
spirit, if you want to call it spirit, or you can call it energy that kind of works. It's all this, all this stuff happening all the time in the unseen realm dimension that is always ever present. It, energy is always moving. Spirit is always moving. And whether you use science to explain it or spirit or soul or religion to explain it, it's completely up to you. I'm not here to judge. I'm here to just remind you today that if you want to create new things in your life, you have to create space. And so part of my personal work has been creating space in my schedule, creating space in my physical environment, creating space in my breath and making sure that I'm moving and breathing at a slower pace, creating space to walk and to enjoy, to admire and to muse at things and to allow myself to enjoy the feelings that pass by. If I feel a good feeling, do I let myself feel it for a long time or do I bypass it with something else, with another distraction, another problem? That is a discipline. That is what mindfulness is about. That is what we can meditate on and create space in from the inside out. And so that is my encouragement to you today. I hope that this inspired you to create more space in your life. And I hope that this was a reminder to you that if you've been running to the same things, same routines and being so attached to the things needing to stay the same all the time, to release a little bit, to, to have those conversations with yourself, like, is it necessary? Do I have to do this now? Is it really impossible for me to change it? What is of utmost priority to me right now? And allow yourself to be fluid and to make different decisions, to act out of a new identity and not just the same one, the familiar, predictable identity and patterns that you're used to. Because if you want to create change, if you want to welcome transformation, if you want new things to happen, you have to create room for things to be created out of nothing. And the last thing I'll say is it is not up to you when it happens or how it happens. Resist the urge to speed up or to accelerate or to have it happen or predict it. Release all of that. Just enjoy the process of being in the spaciousness and that will truly change your life. Okay, my loves. Thanks for joining me in this week's episode and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you found this episode helpful and you want to take your growth to another level, you're in luck because I'm giving you free resources, workshops, and masterclasses that you can access on demand to help you elevate right now. Check out www.nicoleconception.co slash free dash resources. For more content like this, check out my YouTube channel, Life with Nick, where I post weekly vlogs and videos helping you create more of the results you want in life with less hustle and scarcity and more ease and flow. Lastly, help me get this message out to others just like you who might just need to hear it today. All you need to do is like and leave a review so this podcast gets seen by the many women who need to hear this message. Who knows who we might reach together, right? Now go out there, reclaim your power and amplify your voice to lead, love and create as the abundant woman that you are. I'll chat to you in the next episode.